Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello, hello, and it is Transformational Tuesday. I want to give a big shout out to all my international, national, and local listeners. We are broadcasting live, and we are now syndicated on the Empowerment Business and Influencers channels. And so the show is also syndicated on iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And listen up, you can now access my show on your smart home devices. So share with your friends and colleagues. All you have to do is say Alexa or Google Play, Google Voice. Tune in to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young podcast, and it'll come right up. Listen, if you enjoy the shows each week, please give me your feedback via my email, Info at transformationforsuccess.com. If you're international, you can Skype me at Dr. Period Barbara Young with your comments, suggestions, and feedback. I want you to keep those emails and comments love it coming because I love hearing from you. Also, be sure to check out the television online network, Transformation Success TV, and look for my show, Transformation Success, on the television network. We have new shows that are coming up this month, and you can access and view them online. We have an amazing show for you today about finding your voice for all seasons. Speak your truth. How many of us do not know how to speak our truth in business, politics, or just life? Are there ways of doing this? Well, we have in the studio the noted speaker, vocal authority, and author of the book, Empower Your Voice for Women in Business, Politics, and Life. She is an incredible woman with an interesting background that I met some time ago, and she's been a singer, a actor, and dancer who, at the age of 50, changed her life's trajectory, answered her true calling, and founded a company that has changed individuals' lives today. Talk about a mature woman who is still highly productive and making a contribution to the world at large. Well, you want to stay tuned to hear my guest, Miss Rena Cook. She's here today to share her remarkable story. You can call in the show and you can ask questions of Miss Cook or send your comments to info at informationforsuccess.com. You can also, again, Skype your questions. Now to my guest, Welcome, Miss Rena Cook. Hi, Miss Cook. Rena. Hi. Hi, Dr. Barbara. I'm so excited to be with you. I'm excited, and I'm hoping my voice, I know my voice is going to hold up. It's, a little, it's just really an awesome pleasure to have you on the show today. You have well, had such a background. Thank you. Well, when I first met you, I was so impressed with your presentation. And I have to share with my listeners, it's a shame you cannot see her in person, but maybe you can invite her in person to do a presentation because she was amazing. So I want you to share a little bit. I want to share just a little bit about your background because you have an MA in voice studies from London's Royal Central School of Speech and Drama. You train right. actors. Women who are running for political Mm -hmm. offices, and we have quite a few today. Mm -hmm. We have women in recovery. 
We have attorneys, CEOs, and sales teams. And I have to say, you are good. <laughs> so I Thank want you, you to share. Well, you are. You really are. And I want to share, um, have you share how this all started for you and how you ended up, really, or started on London, on the stage in London, acting, dancing, and singing. Wow. My goodness. What a talented woman you are. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Um, I actually was five years old when I started singing and dancing. Um, I made potholders and sold them door to door, two for a quarter, to make money to buy my first pair of black patent tap shoes. So I recognized early on that singing and dancing was a, a skill that I had and that I loved. Um, my parents nurtured this, and so I remained primarily a performer until I got to college. And I was studying, you know, to perform, and my parents encouraged me to get a drama education degree. And, and, and so I did, of course. And when I was teaching, Dr. Barbara, I can't tell you how the world opened up for me in a totally different way when I started teaching. Now, I still love to perform. I still sing. I still act. And I enjoy it. But it's, it feels like a self-serving kind of narcissistic pursuit for me because it's really all about me. And when I teach, it's all about all of us and what we can do together. So I shifted my focus in my early 20s to teaching. Theater was my love. Teaching was what I was put here to do. And so I taught for 16 years high school theater and loved it. I mean, I felt like I was changing the world one adolescent drama student at a time. And then I needed more. So at 40, I went back to school for another degree and started teaching actors at the university level. So I'm still teaching actors and still performing when I can, but primarily teaching actors. And as I was teaching actors, I began to notice that if the voice is not working, Nothing else works. No matter what I did with them as an acting teacher, movement, whatever, if they weren't connected to their voice, to their breath, deep in their center, everything else they did was for naught. So at 50, I went back to school, uh, went to London for a year by myself to study voice, as you said, at, at the Royal Central School. And just for a year, sucked up every bit of information about, about the voice, how it works, and how you help people find their true, powerful voices. Uh, so when I came back from that experience, I began to think, even though I was still training actors at the university, that I wanted to offer the skill set to people in the wider world who are being held back from the kind of success progress that they deserved because of something in the way they were vocally or physically communicating that became a stumbling block. It became a barrier to sharing themselves fully. And so when I retired from university, and that was five years ago, I was... 
what was I, 65? I'm 67, 69 now. Um, I started this business called Vocal Authority, uh, offering the work to, as you said, professionals who need to speak with a more authentic and compelling voice. And so that's kind of my story. And right now, I am just soaring with this new business. Um, and I, I can't believe that, that I'm still growing and building and becoming more and more purposeful, even as mm-hmm. most people my age are thinking about slowing down and retiring. Well, you know, I have to admire you because, really, this it's a fascinating uh, story, and I'm glad that you're able to share it. One of the things that, you know, you started at such an early age, five years, and you obviously were very talented. One of the things I'm going to share with you is that, as I was sort of taking note, listening, that many times our talents that we're, they're God-given talents. You could sing, you could dance, and you were at, at ease on the stage. But obviously, your talents, God-given talents, were not really your purpose. <laughs> I mean, right. it Isn't that interesting? And, and, but it's, it's not uncommon. That is not uncommon with many mm-hmm. of the stories I've heard. Mm-hmm. That we, Because mm-hmm. many people often feel that their talents, their God-given talents, are their purpose and that's not so and they can and they can be you know they can uh, be, but oftentimes but, they lead mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of a groundwork to lead to something else because obviously uh-huh. you know I always say I always say our creator is a Jew he doesn't waste anything he's Jewish and that, that's how <laughs> I, I look at it I, I find it really comical but I'll say that and so all of the early years of the singing and the dancing, all of those talents, they were definitely mm-hmm. useful, but they were not your purpose. Interesting, that right. love for teaching mm-hmm. and opening up and giving to others was something, rather than performing and giving, which can be, mm-hmm. you know, great as well, but you found it interesting to teach and it opened up your world. But the thing that I really right. admire about you and I'm so fascinated with the story, and I hope listeners out there, you're, you're, you're looking at this because you spent 20 years, you spent 16 years as a high school teacher. You then mm-hmm. began to feel that you needed more. Well, mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of people who, who may walk in those shoes, but they don't do what is needed, and that is going back to they school. They don't act. They, mm-hmm. they, and, and, and making that, that jump at age 40, go get another degree, and then finding teaching at another level. Here you are. You're still Mm -hmm. honing in on your craft. (laughs) And I love it. Then you decide to go to Well, you did the same thing. Your story, your story is all about going back to school, getting more education. Yes. Um, That's the trajectory of your life. Yeah, it it certainly is. Uh, Because I was Mm -hmm. stepping into my purpose, had no idea uh, what it was going to lead to. Right. And, mm-hmm. But but the thing is, it's patience, it's perseverance, it's educating yourself because it's and also mm-hmm. it's giving up because in Absolutely. some ways, some respects, it, it's you know working for me, working and going to school full time, honey, that was no easy feat trying to get a doctorate and go to school no. full and work full time, but but honing mm-hmm. in on your craft so that you're able to offer a skill set to people today. 
that is a barrier for many people. Because, Rena, mm-hmm. have you ever thought about, and I know you do, that how important the voice is in anything you do for business leaders, for corporate leaders, for coaches, for even authors, because you're using your voice, but not knowing how Absolutely. to use your voice. Well, the minute you open your mouth, people form opinions about you. And so your voice can be a barrier to what people think of you, or it can open up rapport and communication instantly. And many people, this is the interesting thing, many people feel that they're just stuck with the voice they think they were born with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and barring unforeseen accident or illness, we can all learn to use the voice better than we currently do. Mm-hmm. And it's really pretty simple to learn to use it in a, in a different way, a more effective way. And, 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 and I have... You have absolutely mastered that in helping people to do it. <laughs> well... Um, through the years, you know, you find out what are the little things that will turn this on? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what, what can I do to help a speaker understand, for example, the importance of opening their mouth? The mouth is your megaphone. And most people habitually hold their mouths really tight. And you can hear the difference in my sound when I stop making space in my mouth. And all I'm doing different is just making my mouth small. And it changes the quality of my sound. And so I have specific exercises. If I see that it's a jaw tension that's keeping your mouth small, I have an exercise for that. If it's tongue tongue tension that's making your sound husky and cloudy. I have an exercise for that. And so we can analyze every step of the way inside your mouth what it is that's keeping your mouth small so that it's not getting the power and the richness that a large Mm -hmm. space will give you. I want want to get back to something that is so important that you're saying, but I want to go back to something that... um, when I met you, and uh, and and I reckon you were so energetic. You definitely don't look your age. That's number one. But you you stated well, that you. you you are a driven woman. Um, what is it that has driven you through your life? Was it purpose driven or mission driven? Because there is a difference. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a tough question. Um, it feels purpose-driven to me. Okay. Okay. Now, at this point in my life, I have a mission, and my mission is clear, and I have the processes in place to do that. But prior to just the last five years, I was driven because I knew I was here to accomplish something. I knew I was here to make lives better. That was my purpose. I didn't know until recently that my mission is to give voice to the voiceless. Uh, You know, do you have that in a statement? Because I love it. My mission is to give voice to the voiceless. Love it. Well, you know, I don't know that I do, but I will make a note of it now and put it in a blog or something. (laughs) Well, I mean, it just came to me. That it sounds so great. Now, today, when I was doing a Facebook Live with uh, many of my fans, I'd like to say, I I asked the question, 
what does it mean to speak your truth? Because mm. what does it mean to speak your truth? So what you have found, and it's not just the message, your truth message, but it's how you mm-hmm. give it. Can you explain that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it isn't what you say that impacts people. It's how you say it and how you make them feel. That's where your power is and where you will transform your listener. A speaker can give facts and figures and I'm making my point and I'm being so assertive and have absolutely no impact on the hearer other than to make them want to run away. People don't remember your facts and your figures. They remember how you said what you said and how you made them feel. And so it's bringing your full self unapologetically mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. attitude that allows you not only to speak your full truth, but allows the listener to take it in. And, and generally in our world, we think that powering through with our message Having the courage to power through means speaking your truth. Powering through is not what it's about. It's finding the breath deep in the body, finding the energy and the resolve deep in the body, and then making space in your mouth for your words and being aware of who you're talking to and the impact that you're having. If you're not aware, if you're not aware of your listeners, you're talking at them, not to them. Not to them. And the way that you you have impact is to talk to them and to talk with them and take them in just as surely as you are sharing your own message. Thank you, Rena. With that, we're going to take a quick break. Listeners, stay tuned because we've got a lot more to share with Rena Cook, my guest today. Thank you. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Catherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to my guest today, Raina Cook, has a company called Vocal Authority Incorporated. Wow, what a first segment we had. I am so happy to have you on the show today. And before we went on break, I just want to recapture what she said about using your voice and how it's about not it's how you say it and how you make people feel. It's not about just the message. Mm-hmm. It's how you say it and how you make people feel. I think that was so important. And But one of the things I want to pause, do a little, little pause and reflection. When you talk about things that you've done to create success, greater success and step into your purpose, what happened in terms of your education? Because you talked about going back to school. You uprooted your life. You gave up your financial security. Mm-hmm. To pursue mm-hmm. your education, yeah. what did you learn and what were some of the challenges that you mm-hmm. had to face and how did you overcome them? Well, I uprooted my life twice to go back mm-hmm. to school. The first mm-hmm. time when I was 40, um, I was in the middle of kind of a disastrous second marriage, you know, how we all okay. kind of have those, mm-hmm. and um I had quit my job, my teaching job, so that I could go back to school. Um, The relationship fell apart, as did our financial uh, situation at that time. So I cashed in my teacher retirement in order to continue in school, which meant at the age of 40, I financially started completely from scratch. My and could have gone back. I could have gone back to my teaching job. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I could have done that. But I had a feeling, and it was just a feeling, that I was destined for more, that I could accomplish more, and that mm-hmm. the risk I was taking to finish school and move on to the college level was going to pay off. I just knew that it mm-hmm. was going to pay off. I didn't lay awake and worry about it. I just held the course. So you cut back how you spend. Um, You don't buy as much on clothes. Uh, You may trade in your car for a less expensive car. You may find an apartment that's less expensive. And you just stay the course. And Did you ask? Go ahead. No, I mean, I was just taking note, you, you cut back on your spending, you cut back, you know, maybe you had to cut back on a, on a cheaper, uh, lesser, less expensive car. But did you ever, uh-huh. you know, have any doubts, like just the doubts of just like giving up and going back to the teaching job that was Mm-mm. secure? Mm-mm. I mean, just what Mm-mm. kept you going? I don't recall at this point that I ever looked back. Now, I must have. You know, I'm a normal Mm -hmm. human being. I Mm -hmm. must have had moments of quaking. Uh, (laughs) But I I don't recall that. I I loved the education that I was receiving. I loved what I was doing every day. 
and felt that I was enriching my future, that I was enriching the lives of the other students that I was going to school with, my cohort. You know, I felt like I had created a community there or that we were creating a community together and that I wanted to stay there. And of course, you always know that if all of this falls apart, if I don't get the the college job, I can find another high school teaching job. I can find another job. It's not like you're never going to work again. That's so true. So you take the risk, knowing well, that that you're going to be okay no matter what happens. Well, you're doing more. Uh, cost you three years in graduate school. That that's yeah, quite yeah, a little. It did. Yep. That I mean, at forty, and, you're going uh, and you're looking at a three year journey. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. And, and so uh, and and it paid off within a couple of years I had a a college job. Now I did the the visiting professor jobs for a couple of years, you know, that don't pay a lot and don't rack up years of experience toward tenure, but I was learning, I was growing, I was having a great time, it didn't matter. Finally I did land the tenure track job. And in my tenure track year, you know, your sixth year of teaching, you can go up for tenure and, you know, have the job for life. I said, you know what? I want to go back to school again. And no, so I quit so, you know, that I was thinking job. about that. You spent three years in school. You're now working uh, and you've got a job that you really like. You're enjoying. You're teaching these actors in college. You're on a tenure uh-huh. track. <laughs> And Uh then I'm laughing because it sounds so familiar. So then at age 50, (laughs) you quit your job. Listen, ladies, I and men out there, I hope you are getting something out of this because it takes courage to do what she did. So at age 50, you quit your job Uh in your tenure year and you go to London by yourself. Tell me. By myself, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and, of course, I have to admit to a great deal of fear um, because I had never traveled internationally. You know, it's like, how do you do a bank account? How do you find a place to live? How do you get electricity turned on in your name? The things in this country that we know how to do and take for granted. Yes. Um, I was going to London, you know, where even though they speak English, all of the systems are different. Yes. And, uh, and I just had a belief that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I need this training. I need this experience. And I'm a really adventuresome, experience-driven person, right? I want the experience more than the safety and the security. I seek the experience. And, uh, and so I just, you know, went to London and I figured it out. By then, I had a very supportive partner, which made it much easier, um, although he didn't go with me. You know, he had his life here. Um, but by that point, I was uh, in a supportive relationship, which made a big difference to me. Okay. And I was there a year. I studied, got a master's degree, and completely felt purpose-driven in, I want to know everything I can know about the voice, about how to help people find their voice. And it was through that study that I became aware of how to use my own voice. I mean, I was a singer, I was a performer, I taught, and so I had quite a command of my voice to start with. 
but the very subtle, deep work that I learned while I was doing that course really changed my voice and gave it much more uh, flexibility, much more power, much more resilience than, well, than when I had been a, a voice user before. Well, you know, I, I, I'm thinking, too, that a part of you, you had to know who you were. You had to know yourself very well. And um, by that, I mean, you just express yourself as this person who loved adventure and experiencing adventure. You have to know that about yourself. You mm-hmm. had to accept mm-hmm. that about yourself and be bold mm-hmm. enough to live it. And, and I think that's important. Well, for- well I think <laughs> it's also important to know that while part of me was always confident and comfortable in my professional persona, my professional person and skills, often I felt internally very quaky, very shaky, very vulnerable, very fearful. And in those moments, I would not let the fear part of me speak to my soul. It's like, this is not true what you are saying to me right now. And I would recognize it and can recognize it as the fear within me or the child within me. And that my higher self, my stronger self, my professional arena knew the truth and had the ability to shut down the fear so that I could do what I wanted and needed to do. I think that's an important message because how did you shut down the fear? Did you actively say, I will not, and speak to it and address it out loud using your voice? Um, Sometimes I do. Sometimes I write, I journal, and sometimes I just breathe. Some people call it meditation. Some people call Mm -hmm. it prayer. Um, I call it deep central breathing. And uh, when I spend time... In, in, you know, meditative pursuits with specific breath exercises, I can calm the voice of fear. And that's how I help my speakers overcome performance anxiety. Because as you know, many people who have something to share can't get in front of people to say it. And they yes. think they're paralyzed. They can never, yes. they can never overcome that. And it is through the breath work that you can control that fight-or-flight response, that performance anxiety yep. response. Yep. And, and it's the same chemical response as that fear voice that causes okay. us to breathe mm-hmm. shallow and causes us to lose sleep and tremble and cry. It is a chemical response that can be changed by breathing. Well, do you know one of the biggest fears that, Uh, has been shared uh, with many people in this country is the fear of speaking before an audience. Absolutely. I was was a college professor for many years, and I would have students would have to speak in my classes because I was doing graduate studies. And so with graduate classes, you know, it's you have to write and you have to speak. And these were Mm -hmm. grown adults. Uh, Uh professionals, many of them who were coming back to school to get a master's. And it was amazing to me, the fear of just standing up in front of the classmates, their classmates. And so 
Mm-hmm. I began to figure it out. Now, for me, this is what has always worked for me. And I'm just sort of sharing this. And I want you to see if this resonates somewhere with you and your All teaching. Right. Is that I realized I've spoken a lot. And I, when I used to speak in classes, I would get up. And then I realized the nervousness wasn't about them. It was about me. And that when right. I decided that I have a message to bring and it's not about me, I have a message to bring and I begin to focus on the message mm-hmm. rather than on me. Mm-hmm. And I never get nervous when I get on stage because I have prepared, I've done all the work that's necessary and that I have something to say that's going to right. empower and help them. Does that make sense? Because it's not about me. Absolutely it does. Okay. And that focus on the other, the focus on the other people is one of the keys because fear and neuroses is about focusing on yourself. Okay. And if yeah. you stop focusing on self and focus on them, are they getting it? What can I do to help them get it? Or to help them enjoy it? Or to help them enjoy each other? Or help them enjoy me? Then my fear goes away because I'm not focusing on it. Well, I just wanted to share that with you because it's something, I don't know, I don't share that much with people about it, but that's what worked for me, that Mm -hmm. if I get nervous, it's because I'm concentrating on how am I going to impress and how I'm going to do this Uh and am I posturing and it's all about me rather than on the message. Right. Okay. That's super (laughs) important, Dr. Barbara. Absolutely. That's one of the keys. Well, tell me, when did you sort of experience that you had a calling to work with women? Well, it's interesting. I started researching women and women's voices and the feminist movement um, several years before I wrote the book and before I developed the specialty. I, I I felt drawn. Uh, to women. I saw women struggling. Uh, I see women continue to struggle even at this time when we have never had more opportunity for growth and for position. Of course, we still have a long way to go. But yes, things are yes. open in ways that they weren't open for you and I when we were young women. And, and, and yet, it was still a challenge and a struggle. And I recognize that we can't, you know, by ourselves, change society, but we can change what we do in relation to that. We can okay. change our posture, our voice, our attitude, our confidence to take better advantage of the opportunities that are there and to create more for ourselves and for our sisters. And I started just talking about that message, and I started calling women's groups who maybe needed a free speaker, a free lunchtime speaker. So I was like, I just want to share this. I want to see if it has legs. And in the meantime, I'm researching a book and starting to write down thoughts about how I would frame this for women. And the, the synergy of my research and of just speaking as often as I could about it um, began to crystallize in a book. And, when, and you know, when you start writing a book, you <laughs> clarify your own mission. Absolutely. It codifies, you know, and it, it, it mm-hmm. gives you a process and it gives you words for what you kind of intuitively know. 
And and that's how my mission to women developed, kind of accidental and kind of random. I think it's really interesting that you shared this because I, I've gotten a couple of messages out of that. And for those listeners, because I hear so many women, they want to go, they want to speak, they want to do certain things. And here what you're saying is you offer your services free during a lunchtime, calling companies and saying, is there an opportunity for me to give a free uh, mm-hmm. you know, lunchtime you know, message uh-huh. to sort of validate? Uh-huh. And I think that's so important. Uh, so I hope some of the listeners out there who want to be on the speaker circuit or who want to try out some things, uh, speak and have a message, that might be a very good approach. And I thank you for sharing it's, that. It's a great uh, way to approach. Um, it really is a great way. Yes, yes, I have yes. A tremendous, I have a tremendous website, but nobody comes to me through my website. People come to me because they've heard me, they've met me, they meet someone who has worked with me or has heard me speak. And, and that's how I get continued clients and continued speaking gigs. And, and that's getting out marvelous. there and promoting the message. Well, I have to admit, before we go on break, you are very impressive in person. And I, I like the fact that you weren't coming, speaking to, giving us a handout of here are some of the techniques, but to actually have a stand and actually do them. There are not that yes. many people who come and speak and have the audience interactive and learning the exercises and being interactive. So I just really mm-hmm. want to, again, thank you for that because it was such a wonderful experience for me. And, I, you know, I'm just excited about it. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break and we're going to come back because I want to talk about uh, some of the women that you've trained um, and some of the women that may have run for political office and what has your success been with helping okay. women to find their voices in business and politics and just in life. So we'll share a little bit about that. So listeners, we're going to take a quick little break and we're going to be right back. Thank you for listening with my guest today, Miss Rena Cook. on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. (music) 
This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, thank you for listening, and we're back with my noted speaker today, Rena Cook, who's a vocal authority and writer of the book, Empower Your Voice for Women in Business, Politics, and Life. And before we went on break, we talked a little bit about how she got how she became actually a little authority working with women and how she approached that from a very unique way. So listeners, be sure to listen to the show. So if you missed that section, go back and you can listen to what she said was so valuable about working with women. So, Rena, I want to know, you know, you have this calling to work with women and you've worked with a lot of women running for office or their attorneys or CEOs. Uh, What success stories do you have you can share where some of your students have just showed up and they were showing out so to speak well um the the candidates that i work with um i train a group of women uh through a nonprofit organization called sally's list which is an oklahoma specific that trains and supports women running for office and okay. i work with them all to a greater or lesser extent depending on what their needs are uh sometimes i just do a workshop where they all participate and sometimes they will come to me for private sessions i have one young woman right now who's running for a state office here in Oklahoma, and she is just exquisite, physically beautiful, mm-hmm. very, very intelligent, and painfully shy. And she will use those words herself. So I'm not telling tales out of school. Okay, she okay. Uh, admits to being she admits to being painfully shy. And of course, our first thought is, and why do you want to run for office? Well, she has a pur- she has a purpose. She has a mission. She feels called to do this. And so, I am helping her overcome the shyness and help her find her voice. And each week. We do exercises that help change her mental makeup, you know, to no longer believing that I am shy as the truth, but I am confident and strong as her new truth. So as you know, there are exercises that retrain the brain to believe different truths. And then we work on how do you stand when you're being strong and confident? Um, How do you breathe? And we spend a lot of time on breath, which is the key to power. Gravitas is all about owning breath. The person who is the most powerful in in the room is the person with the most deep, controlled breath. So she and I work on that. Mm -hmm. And then um, I take her stump speech. You know, I say, where are you Mm -hmm. talking this week? Oh, I'm doing a thing at the the Elks or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we practice her stump speech. And we practice the gestures. We practice where to breathe. We practice what words to lift. We practice how to pause when you want them to applaud. Um, I help her even with wording. You know, how do you word that sentence that draws out applause? And then how do you deliver it so that the audience knows it's time to applaud? 
Wow. And so we work on that. And she comes to me regularly. And I saw her speak the other night at an event that we both attended. And she was just lovely. She was carrying all the things that we work on in the studio in our private sessions. And she's bringing them to life, to her life, to her uh, run for office. Um, and that's highly gratifying. Um, I have is. another, an, I know, I mean, it's, it's transformational. And I work with a lot of women who need a little bit of work, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and so they don't, they don't come to me with huge needs. They come to me with a little, for a little polish, a little confidence. I had um, a candidate who actually won her seat for the U.S. House of Representatives. And she wow. was way fine. She was way fine before I met her. Uh, uh-huh. And we did a little work together. And the night of her televised debate, she called me. She was in Oklahoma City and I'm in Tulsa. And she said, I'm, I'm not feeling really grounded. Can you warm me up? And so over the phone, I did the vocal and physical and mental warm-up that I teach. And at the end of our over-the-phone warm-up, she said, thank you, I'm ready now. <laughs> and it was like her voice oh. was in a different, different spot. Oh, that's and, great. And, and it's the power of preparing your body and your voice and your breath for success. Well, you know, you, you life. Taught, you taught life us in that session. And, you taught us that how to breathe <laughs> and how to stand. And actually, I don't know if you can tell. There's a change now, but for my listeners, I am standing up as opposed to sitting down. Can you tell the difference? I can hear the difference. Your voice sounds richer and warmer, and doesn't have any vestiges of the cold that you were dealing with. Okay, uh, I decided to stand up. Rather than be seated with the headphones, I have the headphones, but I'm standing. Uh-huh. Uh, this is this is so interesting. One of the things I wanted to ask you, but I didn't want to put you on the spot. And I thought, should I ask this question? Just you know, because I, I really would like to have you back on another show. Maybe in June we'll have you back because I'd like to talk about some more uh, strategies. Because I think a lot of people can really benefit from um, your your su- success strategies. My my question is, out of the female candidates that are running now for political office, mm-hmm. who do you think mm-hmm. has the best, in your opinion, the best voice? Oh, that is a toughie. Um, okay, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just happen no, to no, think no, about No, 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 that's okay. Yeah. I, 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 they each, each of the most prominent women right now, each have... Um, aspects that I think are really working for them. I think that um, Elizabeth Warren is so genuine and is so connected to her purpose. And, and I love to listen to her talk. If I were coaching her, I would help her find energy lower in her body. If you watch, her energy is high in her chest. Yeah, and her arms are high and her shoulders are high. And and as she gets excited, her voice goes up into here. Can you hear what's happening to my voice? And and if you just took the power lower in the body, 
then that energy settles and the connectedness to the her purpose that she brings would be even more translatable. I'm, I'm glad. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm glad you're sharing that because it does make a difference. And, and uh, I just, I thought, should I ask that question? Because, you know, we have uh, female candidates that are running and right. from your authoritarian point of view, you could give suggestions on how people can improve. In particular, Elizabeth, I like to hear her talk too. But she starts to get and really I, excited and the voice goes up. Uh-huh. And, that's, and that irritates me. That. You know, we <laughs> all do that. And so we, we all have to remember to lower the energy. It's not about lowering the voice. I'm not like making my pitch lower. I'm bringing my center of energy lower into my body. I think Kamala, oh my God, I love to listen to Kamala because she just sounds like a real person when Mm -hmm. she speaks. Okay. Um, And and, and she has a a bit of a nasality in her sound Mm -hmm. um, that is, you know, neither good nor bad. Um, I just have noticed that she has some nasality in her speech, but such an easy, articulate manner, you know, that um, I would love to have uh, have a glass of wine with her and just talk because she, while she is so intelligent, she is still so relatable. Um, yeah. I was sorry to see her leave the campaign. Um, and and I, want, I want to mention Kristen Gillibrand who okay. has perhaps, you know, she, she left the campaign early. She has perhaps the most feminine, what we would think of as feminine voice. Mm-hmm. And it is so authentic and lovely to listen to. So a woman's voice, I, I think the, the point that I'm making is that a woman's voice inherently is not bad and is not hard to listen to. And the frequency and the pitch of a woman's natural voice is fine. When a woman is connected to her truth in an authentic and compelling way and is not pressing for something that is is not authentic to her and not finding stridency or extreme nasality or extremely high pitch... You know, we don't, we love Edith Bunker, but we don't want to listen to that sound forever. We certainly don't. (laughs) So today, today, for your information, um, I gave my listening audience, um, and you'll appreciate this, the Facebook Live listening audience, that speaking your truth means to be true to oneself. It means to be sincere. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. if you speak you your can, truth, you can't be right. It, it means you're speaking what's true than who you are. Yeah, right. And, to be honest and you are in using your, your you're using your body opt, You're using your body optimally to bring out the best of who you are. Removing the barriers, the vocal and physical barriers to who you are authentically are. 
That is so you know important. I want to thank you for that. Thank you so much because that was a side a, side, a sidebar question I just wanted to ask you. And as we well, so sort of get into to the closing of the show, I did not get a chance to talk about your book because I know writing has been an important part of your life. And you've written um, a couple of books, like four books, really. So I want yeah, you, yeah. with your latest book, um, can you share with the audience your latest book and how they can get it? Okay. Um, Empower Your Voice for Women in Business, Politics, and Life is available on Amazon. And um, just by going either to the title or to my name, Rena Cook as author, um, it pops right up and you can just purchase a copy online. Um, I have some courses uh, on my website that if people want to just dip into some of these topics, you know, I, I try to provide videos uh, that people can engage in. And, uh, you know, I do virtual coaching all over the world uh, great, to, great. to help people with these things. Okay, I want to really thank you so much for really sharing so much of yourself today and just really giving some really helpful advice. I really, really appreciate your being on the show. Again, I'm going to have you well, back. thank you so I'm much. I'm definitely going to have you back because I think it's just so important about what does it mean to speak your truth. And, and today, when I preface this by saying, finding your voice for all seasons, speak the truth. I told them and my listeners there that this was going to be a little bit different. But I want to thank you. And I want to, in the last minute, give the listeners a website, her website, Rena Cook, www.myvocalauthority.com. And I will encourage you to get that book that she has because it will really transform your life, help you with your speaking voice, and helping you to have that inner core that's needed to share with people your message, finding your voices for all seasons and speak your truth. Again, Raina, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. This has really been exciting oh, for me. Like I said, I, I'm, just, my I'm just really loving what you do and wish we had more time. Boy, that hour went by really, really quick. So listeners, I Isn't know it? that you benefited today from Rena Cook's transformational journey. And remember, it's never too late for you to turn around and fulfill your purpose and your passion. So thank you, listeners, for listening to the show today, getting some really great nuggets. And Rena, again, thank you so much. Love you much. Listeners, be blessed. Have a great, great week. And I'll be talking with you next week when I have Rabbi Goldson on my show. And you will not want to miss him. So thank you again and have a blessed week. Bye. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an outstanding week.